Okay, it's news to us the week of March 8th, 2021. Andrew Cuomo has been a very, very bad boy. Very bad boy. We'll talk about what he has been up to. Very disappointed by this. And then uh, the debate around the minimum wage. What both sides are saying. Should the minimum wage be $15 an hour? Should it not? Uh, why do some people say it should? Why do some people say no, that it should? Don't. Don't do $15 an hour. And then we also have people sneezing as well. That's going to be on the show. Here we go. It's news to us. With Eddie and Jason. Hey, that was the wrong intro, too. Cool. No <laughs> Why is that even on there? No, I'm still here. Jason's here. here, but also Katie and Chris. I don't know what happened to our old intro there. Something got mixed up over here, but it's okay. Eddie, well, are you doing okay today? Um, I got thrown off a little bit by the video thing, but I'm good. I'm I'm back. I'm good. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm, I'm totally fine. Whatever. I'm used to things going wrong on the show. It actually doesn't even phase me anymore. <laughs> to be honest, just another oh, day. Well, there you go. Just another Make day. Professional. Expect the unexpected. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, though, you know, before we talk about him, um. Uh, by the way, this is a, this is this show is proof that we this episode is proof that we cover both sides and we don't uh, placate to Democrats. We really don't. We've been accused of that on social media. But when they mess up, we'll call them out. Isn't that right, Katie? Yeah, I would agree with that. We'll call them out. OK, um, Katie is our social media director. Let's find out what's happening on uh, our socials. It's news to us. Adobe Radio. Follow it's news to us on Twitter. Ooh. I don't know. Oh, that's fun. That was uh, abrasive. <laughs> I, Katie, you tweeted a video of Kevin McCarthy, GOP leader McCarthy. Uh, he decided to, to film a video of himself reading Green Eggs and Ham, the Dr. Seuss book. And then like put that the on Twitter. She is, yeah. What, what what is this? Like, does yeah. this guy have any? He has he has real things to worry about, right? Uh, Representative right. McCarthy, doesn't he? Like, there's a pandemic going on. There's people without work, uh, but then he decides to read Green Eggs and Ham. What was this all about? Yeah. Apparently, Doctor Seuss, the like the company, they actually took six books off the shelves because they had some questionable things regarding race printed in them and the pictures. And so Dr. Seuss did this, like the company that prints the books did, not liberals. So then <laughs> this is Kevin McCarthy. The GOP name. is going nuts over cancel culture and being canceled. But if somebody decides to censor them, canceled. but they're censoring themselves though. They, the company decided that what was in these books wasn't uh, uh, cool to have in there anymore, and they decided to pull those books. So, how is that cancel culture? Exactly, exactly. Like it was their choice; they did it on their own fruition. Nobody canceled uh, them. A business decision. Yeah. Also. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And our Republicans <laughs> all about freedom of business and business. They they can do whatever they want. It's a free country. And yeah. the business does what it wants, and they they decide that this this business is going too far. So he starts. He, so he, what? So this asshole goes on uh, Twitter and reads Green Eggs and I Ham. I would not like them here or there. I would not like them anywhere. 
I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam I am. Yeah, doubling down. <laughs> he, sa- he sounds so proud that he can read that book, doesn't he? <laughs> like, I am so proud of myself right now reading this. Mm. I've really worked all my life for this this level of reading. <laughs> I know. Uh, he must be very proud of himself. So he's doubling down on the racism in the book. And well, saying, Green Eggs uh, and Ham is not one of the books that they pulled, oh. is it? No. Yeah. It was like, yeah, there was like a whole bunch I'd never heard of and the Mulberry Street one. Why doesn't he read one of those? Probably because he couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a weird, what a weird uh, hill to climb and uh, you well, know. it's all distract. It's to distract everyone. Yeah, like this is what they want to talk about instead of you know the people that are dying or the FBI director uh, testifying in front of uh, the Senate oversight about the January 6th uh, attack on the Capitol. Hey, you know what's funny is uh, racist stereotyped images notwithstanding. Uh, I'm double checking this right now, but I'm pretty sure Dr. Seuss was like a liberal political cartoonist who was like pro-New Deal and like like I think maybe even an avowed Marxist, so yeah, Republicans sure. doing their research yet again. Yeah. Hmm. Well, all right, all right. Good, good job, all Kevin right. McCarthy. They're really helping out America. And then uh, this leads into our uh, dirty deeds. Should Governor Cuomo be impeached? He's he's been in trouble a little bit. We'll explain in just a second. But uh, it, it turns out people say that overwhelmingly. In our whole Twitter poll, nobody says yes. Uh, this poll is still going on. It's news to us on Twitter if you would like to vote live. But um, 48% say no, 0% say yes, and 52% say not enough info to tell it whether uh, Cuomo, uh, New York governor, should be impeached. But what is going on with him exactly? Let's get into Dirty Deets and find out. The Dirty Deets. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. Said a very, very bad boy, Andrew Cuomo. Very bad boy. Controversy. This this guy was, uh, he had the opportunity to become America's sweetheart. Like, much in the way Rudy Giuliani did after 9-11 with the way that Cuomo has been handling COVID-19. But we're finding out that maybe there's some shady things going on, right? Perhaps, yes. Perhaps. Covering up COVID deaths. Yeah. And he's also a bit of a creep. Two things are <laughs> happening with this guy. Yeah, yeah. Bad boy. <laughs> Bad Cuomo. <laughs> so as of this afternoon, Republicans in the New York State Assembly have drafted a resolution to start impeachment proceedings against him. Um, there's in the wake of mounting allegations of inappropriate behavior against younger aides and employees. And also there's been a cover up of some nursing home deaths, apparently from COVID-19 within the state. Well, let's, let's talk about both of those. Let's start with the, uh, the cover up with the COVID. Deaths. Yes. This so, happened first. Yeah. This came out. What was it like a month ago or something yeah. back in January? Mm-hmm. And there was a probe 
And they found out in this probe when they were probing. <laughs> that, they were probing him. Um, well, it turns out Cuomo's the prober. We're going to get to that in a second. But um, yeah, they found Subtle. Yeah, I don't know. You gotta, I, I'm trying to insert a funny in there. It doesn't always work. But there's, uh, so they, uh, they found out that they were underreporting the deaths in nursing homes to try to keep the, the death rate, the death number down. By as much as 50%. Now, like it's not a small amount. It's, it's a lot, rather large amount of uh, numbers here of actual human beings. Like these are people. Now, what's the motive behind this? So that Cuomo can tout his policies as being better than everybody's and say, look, look to New York. We're the best the way that we're handling COVID. Is that what I he's think a lot of it had to do with his like original like rollout of his information sourced press conferences and really ragging on other people for not giving up all their data and other states. And he was so data driven and, you know, he was so forthcoming with information and then come to find out he wasn't really, he was just bragging on other states for not being forthcoming with information. He was really just fudging his numbers. Bad Cuomo. Come on. Do you think he was fudging his numbers because he didn't want DJT to attack him or like GOPers? Like, who cares? I I don't know. I mean, why else would you fudge them? Like, they were already terrible back in the spring. Like, what did he gain from fudging these numbers? Yeah, I don't know. That's what they say. That's the reason they give. But I mean, I mean, really, what is the what gain is there? Like, they were by far the I worst mean, hit mm. initially. <clears throat> like. But but also Why does it I mean, matter what the total numbers were. You're you're right because I I mean also New York's population is I mean if you're talking about New York City, it's densely populated, so obviously COVID deaths and uh infection rates are gonna be higher than anywhere else. Plus it's the biggest city in the United States. And it's a huge international hub like for flights. And in fact that's probably where uh, they think it entered the US is through New York. So it's right. um you know, I mean like what are you trying to prove there, Cuomo? It, it just seems like a really stupid thing to, to lie about. You're right. Do you think they lied or do you think they were incompetent? Do you think they like purposefully left the like lied about the numbers? Or, yes. But why? I just don't understand why. By as much as 50%, somebody was lying. But was he lying? Well, I guess we're going to find out. He might not have even have known about lie. this. I don't know. Do, do you think maybe there's a possibility he didn't know? And somebody just gives him the report every day, and they're like, "Here's Absolutely. the numbers." But not, he, but, but the buck stops it with you, right? Yeah, like, you're the leader. Like you hired this person. Like they're but, part of your when you're, but you're when you're in that your administration. When you, you're managing you still, a goddamn pandemic, though, like do you have time to stop? And anytime somebody brings you a number, ask how valid it is. Are you supposed to be doing that? No, but you should have the right people in place before when he took office. You have the right people there. Why are you well, pretending like uh, politicians are accountable for anything? I'm saying the way it should be. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Part of our goal of the oh. show. Oh. The way it should be, not the way it is. Oh, okay. Which is why I'm kind of thrown off by our poll a little. 
Well, all right. Yeah. What's going on with that poll? Not one person says that he should be impeached. That's a little weird. Well, and, and a lot of people like, I mean, I guess we could talk about it more when we get to the end of what yeah. he's done. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Then. Now, the, allegedly. This to allegedly. me, allegedly, the, the next thing with Cuomo that uh, is, again, this guy's a Democrat. So we're railing on a Democrat. Everybody, we talk about both sides. Just want to make that clear. Yeah, it just so happens this is the we first had time we talked about the other side. Well, of the whole, we had an orange. We, we haven't had, an orange, had to. We had an orange. It's the first time it's come up. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. we, we had okay. so much right. material right. the past four years with with the with the boob in the White House. So what are we supposed to do? Do you say a boob? <laughs> I said the boob. A boob in the White House. He was a boob. He was a boob. That's such a great term, boob. <laughs> Actually, I don't like to disparage boobs by comparing them to Trump. <laughs> right, it's international. No, it's not plural. It's are, singular. Boob. Boobs are so wonderful, welcoming, and boobs. Uh, uh, Trump is horrible. He's a dumb tit. <laughs> uh, I would, I would say he's more of a taint. I don't, I don't yes. even like to, I don't like to compare him to a boob. Not on International Women's Day. How about a tick? <laughs> Anyway, uh, anyway, so these uh, sexual misconduct allegations came up with Cuomo. Turns out he might be a bit of a creeper. He like he should be hanging out with Matt Lauer and Bill O'Reilly, the sort of creeper. Uh, good lord! You know this isn't fair at all, but he definitely has creeper face. <laughs> Resting creeper face. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Uh, the, yeah, does. you're right. There, there is something about the guy. It looks like. He's well, trying to undress you with his eyes. Yeah. Even as a man, when I look at him, I feel like in his uh, press briefings in COVID, he's trying to uh, see what kind of boxers I'm wearing. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't mind. But these women, uh, <laughs> these women minded, these, uh, these alleged allegations, okay? So there's five women that yeah. have come out. Oh, yep. man. Well, this is horrible. If these allegations prove to be true, of course, uh, you know, their allegations um but he he really made uh, a lot of people well, a lot of women feel very uncomfortable and uh i who keeps yawning somebody keep yawning <laughs> i think it's you man <laughs> what the hell's going yeah. on i can't tell how, do you, how can you tell that now i want to yawn i just keep hearing oh somebody i've heard somebody yawn three times during the show i'm like geez katie's yawning right now so i'll blame that one but the rest have not been us Anyway. Okay, well, the first <clears throat> woman, Lindsay Boylan, uh, she came out and said she didn't release the details um, until February, even though the allegations were first raised last year. But she says that the governor kissed her and invited her to play strip poker while she was working oh. as his aide. Can you she imagine playing strip poker with fearful. that guy? Yeah, yuck. Ooh, she said she became fearful of being left alone with Cuomo and his actions created a toxic work environment. That's horrible. And is, does that move really work, too? If you're the governor, you have... I mean, Fuck g- no. guys like this, too, are just really piss me off because they, they prey on these uh, women that are in positions that are beneath them when they are the governor of effing new york's new york state they could literally pick up any chick that without a conflict of interest or creating these weird power dynamics 
Is just by going to a restaurant or a bar yes. or like, is he? He's no, he's not. Right he's now? he's single. Oh, okay. He was when one of these took place. Okay. So then there's another the second girl, Charlotte Bennett, a former health policy advisor to Governor Cuomo, said she was repeatedly asked about past sexual assault and whether that trauma affected her comfort with sexual intimacy. Like that's highly inappropriate. He kept asking her that? Yes. What is he uh her therapist? What a dick. It's not That's his pretty gross. That's pretty gross. Yeah. That's weird. It's weird. Yeah. So weird. She said, quote, I understood that the governor wanted to sleep with me and I was wondering how I was going to get out of it. That is just in a that's being placed in a very, <clears throat> very, very disgusting, scary, gross position if she felt like that. And I feel bad for her. Yeah, Anna Rutch, I'm pretty sure, is the one that we've all seen pictures of going around. She worked on Joe Biden's 2020 campaign, said the governor asked if he could kiss her at a wedding reception in 2019, and then gave her an unwanted kiss on the cheek, and there's a photo of it with his hands on her cheek. Yeah, I saw that photo, and she looks very, very, very uh, uncomfortable like she's standing there and she like she wants to walk away, but she can't because of who is in front of her. Yeah. And all the while, New York state sexual harassment policies championed by Cuomo and signed in 2019 state clearly that unwanted touching and invasion into personal space is unacceptable. Uh, so he's a hip- So why is this guy not a Dem- or a Republican? I mean. That's right. what I want to know. He should just switch parties and everything will go away. It will not go away. Nobody will care. <laughs> they won't try to impeach you. That'd be the best move this guy could make is just become a Republican. Yeah. Uh, the next girl, Annalise, said the governor referred to her as sweetheart, touched her lower back, and kissed her hand. He also inquired about her boyfriend. So did he want to sleep with the boyfriend as well? <laughs> trying to get and, a freeway going? Uh, Karen Hinton, a former top aide for Cuomo, said he was inappropriate with her at a California hotel 21 years ago. Quote, he started asking me personal questions. I was uncomfortable with that conversation. So I stood up to leave. He walked across from his couch and embraced me intimately. It was not just a hug. It was an intimate embrace. I pulled away. He brought me back. I pulled away again. And I said, look, I need some sleep. I'm going. It was inappropriate. We both were married. I worked for him and it was too much to make it so personal and intimate. Uh, well, uh, if these allegations are true, he's a total creeper. And uh, well, our, uh, you know, are after you, these five allegations, our Twitter poll is still nobody's saying yes, that he should be impeached. Do you think so? Yeah. I mean, I want everyone. I would like to know what everyone's opinion is on, like, what he asks and like the questions he brings up is definitely creepy. But I feel like the kissing is part of Italian how he is. Like, I don't think he was like trying to like sexual. You know, there wasn't any sexual. You know, how would you feel if it was me and my boss was treating me that way? And he was trying to kiss you on the cheek or on the hand. Was asking me about past sexual I just, experiences. I and, just said that what his questions were weird, but the kissing part is—I don't know—it doesn't strike me as as weird. 
yeah, kissing me on the cheek. Yeah, I don't when think... I felt it was uncomfortable and tried to pull away, and did he you kept tell trying. Him it was uncomfortable? I mean, I feel like people can tell. But the problem is, is him. Is more He's so, so up in his own ass that he doesn't know how other people feel. The problem more so is the guy's in a position of power over these women. Exactly. The The problem is that it's inappropriate no matter what in a in work environment. Yeah. If you were to if you were to like do this, you know, at, randomly at a, you know, at a bar or something and everybody's drinking, it's a different situation. Everybody's on an equal level playing field. So the woman has more power to tell you to fuck off. But if you are to, if your boss does this to you, you're powerless. And it, uh, it's really disgusting. The question's no doubt. Like the questions are weird, and I just Such feel a like weird thing. I just the, the, the kissing thing. I think is, I don't know. Five women who are clearly Democrats coming forward. You know, like with the Al Franken thing, I felt like that was a hit job from the beginning when that whole thing went down with yes, the, Senator, the picture and with Senator Al Franken. I felt like that was a hit job from the beginning, and the picture was uh, him. With his boob or boobs, his boobs. He he was hovering his hands over a woman's boobs yeah. while she was not sleeping, touching. not touching, but still kind of weird and creepy. But at the same time, uh, it's nothing compared to this. Yeah, and and when you have five women who are clearly Democrats come forward and and say these things, there's five of them. There's gonna be more. I mean, if you have one back as far as 21 years ago, there's more of them out there. And it's a, it's a pattern of behavior. Uh, it's, it's a pattern and it's not okay. And if we want to hold Republicans to a standard of they can't be douchebags like this, then we need to hold people in our own party to a standard of you can't be a douchebag like this. Yeah, but just saying that isn't going to make Republicans hold their people up to any sort of standard. You know that they're you're right. They're, they're going to say, uh, "Get this guy out of office. We don't care." Then they're going to probably install a pedophile and not give a fuck. Or, just or, because they're wrong doesn't mean we have to be wrong too. Yeah, I guess if you want to be a good person and take the moral high ground, sure. Chris, what do you think? <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? Um, I, I see your point, Jason, like on, like the, the questions were inappropriate, but, uh, the one kiss on the cheek you said was at a wedding reception and, uh, I'm not an expert on like Italian cultural, whatever, but I feel like that might be a thing or at least like gangster movies have led me to believe that like a, you know. A kiss on the cheek is just part of you go around in the reception you, and that yeah. happens. Yeah. And then a a, a, a kiss on a, the hand and like putting I've your never hand. I've had a man in, kiss my hand before. What? No, not like that. I mean, you? it's it's a little awkward and archaic, but it's uh, if you if you're just looking at those things. Uh, I just, I, I would want to hear more, but you know, Katie's right. There is a pattern of behavior coming forward and the, the comments and questions themselves are more, uh, unsettling for me. So, um, well, but, yeah. What are people on social media saying? I mean, <clears throat> the questions and comments oh, that he's yes. made is the worst part, right? 
Yeah. We have people that serve public office that still garner 75 million people voting for them. They have 26 allegations or more against them and no one talks about full on sexual assault. Yeah, like rape. Yeah. Trump. We're not talking about that. I mean, come on. Like, they say Trump has been accused of rape. Trump has 26 allegations. Yeah. And then this guy is, he he just spoke at CPAC the other week. I mean, yeah, like, like the, this is a double standard. Like that man is accused of like horrific things. Like, but is it a double standard? Because if if I was Republican, I I mean I want Trump out of office for that reason. Like I wanted Trump out of office for that reason. I fought as hard as I could to get Trump out of office because of those reasons. And like, why would I think it was okay for this douche to stay in office? I'm saying I'm asking why is it okay for 75 million people to say it's okay? They're well, you know those 75 million. And then people they're are saying Cuomo say, should be out. Exactly, they're a bunch of hypocrites. Like it's just bullshit. Rules for thee, not me. That's how Republicans. Be. I just wish people would do better. Yeah, um, me too. Like people need to do better. What are these? So you, uh, what are these tweets, Katie? Some so is this what people are saying on Twitter that you thought was interesting? Yeah, it was just basically outlining exactly what we just said. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, Blue Monkey Guild says, gee, just think of their outrage if Cuomo had admitted he grabbed women's pussies. These assholes should shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, you know. Mm. All right, well, we'll keep an eye on that. And Cuomo... Why'd you have to turn out to be a creep? You're disappointing everybody. Do better. Do better. Stop Just being do creep. better. Fucking do better. I don't want to blame generations either, but it does. I don't know. Maybe it's a generational thing, but there's no, it's no excuse. It really is no excuse. You can't treat Agreed. people like that. So fuck you, Cuomo, if those are true. Sorry to say it. Um, the minimum wage debate. Lawmakers are pushing for a $15 minimum wage. Others are resisting. We'll give you the history of the minimum wage and then uh, talk about arguments for and against, and uh, then you decide. Or not. I don't care. Don't decide. <laughs> we'll be right back. It's news to us. We're back here live on AW Radio. It's news to us on Twitter. That's probably where we're... Uh, that's our social media of choice. We do have Instagram that we post occasionally on, and uh, if you want, follow us. Uh, whatever. You know, whatever. Do what you want. I'm just saying. I mean, we're a radio show, so you can't really expect us to do a lot on Instagram, right? I mean, we should be... That's what we're trying to do, video, so we can post up some stuff occasionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little eventually. Multi-channel radio Little, show. You gotta be multifaceted. It's not just radio. <laughs> it's not just podcast. It's multimedia entertainment. Because then we're gonna get IMAX cameras and every single... Put us on the IMAX. We could strap it onto Rome while we play fetch. Ooh, we should get a GoPro for that. We have a GoPro. <laughs> we should try it. We should. That would be good Instagram content, actually. I think people would like to see the dog. <laughs> uh, minimum wage debate. Should the minimum wage be $15 an hour? Uh, some people think so. Others are saying, hell no. I'm, I think it. I'm a hell no. All right. Well, really? This is interesting. Yeah. Jason's going into this with a, a no. 
Okay. I'm going in with $15. Yeah, hell no. Here we go. $15 an hour. Uh, here we go. Arguments on both sides. The Dirty Deeds. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. Quick background on the federal minimum wage. That's what we're discussing is uh, federal minimum wage. So it was first signed into law by FDR 1938. And uh, FDR said, quote, by living wages, by paying living wages, I mean more than a bare substantial level. I mean the wages of a decent living. That's what he wanted for all of Americans in 1933. And he believed that any business that could not survive without paying its workers uh, poverty wages should close. Quote, no business which depends for existence on paying less than living wages to its workers has any right to continue in this country. Very firm stance on that. So that's when it first started in 1933. So Jason already disagrees with FDR. One of the, I did one not of, say that. One of the greatest presidents of all time. I said that I disagree with $15 being the minimum wage. All right. You think uh, it should be 20? I think it should at least be 20. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you should have waited until the end. You just blew your load. <laughs> now nobody cares. Load. Now nobody cares about your right. <laughs> So the federal, the federal minimum wage. For a second there, I was like, what? I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah, you should have kept that going the whole time. Come on. <laughs> Uh, the federal minimum wage hasn't uh, provided workers with a decent living wage in decades, though. I mean, like, this is what people are saying. And if you remember back in 2012, uh, there was this, uh, the fight for 15 happened. Do you guys remember this? Where everybody, not everybody, no. there, there were these uh, uh, these movements. Wildcat strikes in the fast food industry. Yeah. Yeah, fast food workers in 2012. They, uh, they, um, as Chris said, they were they went on strike, and uh, then that forced a lot of fast food places to actually raise their wages, and then it, uh, some states actually rose their minimum wage on the local level: Washington, Oregon, Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico, Vermont, Missouri, Michigan, and Maine. Uh, they all approved minimum wages ranging from twelve dollars to fourteen seventy five after this uh, big movement in twenty twelve. Very successful. Uh, but now there's a push with the pandemic and how it's just ravaged the economy to increase the minimum wage to $15 per hour. The federal minimum wage. Federal minimum wage. Which has not, ha which has not changed since 2008. 2009 is what I saw, but. Sorry, 2009. <clears throat> Why isn't the uh, minimum wage tagged to the uh, uh, consumer price index or the uh, the purchasing power indices because that takes money away from billionaires can't have that come on chris jeez um jeez. the federal minimum wage is just seven dollars and 25 cents that is the the least who was it there's a comedian i think chris rock had a bit and he's like minimum wage is them saying we would pay you less if we could and that's what it basically is. Uh, but these these minimum wages really are very harmful, particularly to black workers, people of color, especially women of color. And uh, these people make up a disproportionate share of workers who are uh, on minimum wage. So a $15 minimum wage, Democrats want, and uh, other lawmakers, and they, this is no Republicans really going for this, but $15 minimum wage 
by 2025 uh, is what they're is what they want to do. They want to slowly increase it. I don't think that's like enough by 2025 slowly to increase it. To it should $50. be 30. Well, yeah, I mean, like if you're making minimum wage, how much do you think per year that is? Uh, right now? Yeah, right. I was now. doing the math in my head. I think it's like, like 14 grand a year. Yeah, I want to say eighteen thousand. It's like fourteen, fifteen grand a year, something like that. And at mm. fi- at fifteen dollars an hour, that's only thirty one thousand dollars a year. And that's that's like two thousand dollars a month before taxes. How can anybody even live off of mm. that? I don't I don't get minimum wage right now is fifteen thousand a year. Yeah, who can live off of that? Nobody can live. You off can't. That's it. horrible. It's horrible. The government subsidizes that. Right, like Republicans are always talking about like welfare and blah blah blah. We shouldn't give money out to, but like not supporting this, we we subsidize all these people. So instead of corporations paying them a fair wage, they get paid less, and then they go on food stamps and you know Medicaid, Medicaid, Medicaid and Medicaid, yeah. and we're all covering that. Yeah, and then when we have things like a pandemic and people actually need money to survive. We don't have it. And their health care is based off of their in, uh, job. Like, wh- what are we doing? It's all stupid. What is happening? This it, is so dumb. It's greed. It's greed. Greed is fucking everything up. But some some employees... Greed and power. Yes. Some employers have uh, responded to pressure from workers and have actually increased their starting pay to 15 an hour, uh, like Amazon, Whole Foods, Target, Walmart. Costco, Hobby Lobby, Best Buy, just name a few. So there's already like all these corporations that are that are doing it without even having to be required to do so because of uh, the pressure. That tells me that they could actually raise that wage even higher, but they won't do it. Um, you know, it's not a big deal to do fifteen dollars an hour. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, so the the reason why we can afford fifteen dollars an hour and even more, as Jason points out, is because our economy has grown dr- like drastically in our production as Chris even pointed out like our we're uh we're more productive than ever we have a strong economy even though it's been pummeled lately by covid but we can afford to pay more instead of it all going to fucking Jeff Bezos like i i don't it's just so stupid it is there's like five people in the US who own like 50% of our world's wealth how can and anybody be against this? Oh, I want to pay you more. No, I don't want that. No, no, thanks. No. I yeah. Want- and those five people are worth or are responsible for so much poverty in this country. It's disgusting. Here's what foxnews.com readers have to say about this. All right. This, oh, is, the, this is the argument against increasing the minimum wage and keeping it where it is. This is the other side of the argument. Here's a foxnews.com reader says, Democrats only believe what they want to believe, even though many scholars have said it's a bad idea. They should just learn to code. <laughs> you're really not going to be bipartisan, Eddie, if you're going to talk like that about <laughs> people who support Republicans. I never said I was bipartisan, A and B. Just learn to code is this guy's solution to minimum wage. Oh, if you don't like how much you're getting paid, why don't you take out $150,000 in student loan debt? 
You know, and, and a lot of Republicans do actually support it. Like even in Florida, they've already passed a statewide $15 minimum hour wage because um, they voted on it within the state. I mean, if Florida, if a state as red as Florida has already passed it, I mean, why, why are Republicans refusing to bring it up federally? And even some Democrats, though, we have to point that out because a lot of Democrats have are on the record just recently voting against this. We'll get that in a second. Yeah. Just fucked up people on both sides. Uh, one of the big arguments against raising the minimum wage is raising the minimum wage will kill jobs. What do you guys uh, say to that? I mean, it will kill a few, but it'll bring far more people out of poverty. Well, there was this uh, study done in 2019, and it is the single most far-reaching study on minimum wage ever. And they found with over 70 years of Department of Labor data from 1938 to, to 2009, they did not show any correlation between federal minimum wage or increase in job loss. You know, there's probably um, my thinking is there's probably a positive effect on job growth because more people making more money at a lower level of income, like a lower income bracket, suddenly having more money coming in are going to put more money into the economy. These are, aren't people who are just going to sit on it. They're pumping it right back into the economy, which is going to spur uh growth and development that's that's the argument for it but like you know people that all these rich people like they're used to being rich now like so if they can get more money out of you know people with rent and cost of goods don't you think they're going to start raising prices i mean uh, at that point then we raise the minimum wage again i'm so freaking sick of rich people like i'm sorry you have to give up one of your seven vacations this year boo fucking who and they don't even have to do that for them it's a matter like, of principle these people yeah. have so much goddamn money they have money making money they don't yeah, even have they, to work they don't even have to give shit up exactly like they, it is not make one a fucking problem to pay people a decent living wage in this country they make literally no sacrifice for this. It's a matter of them being just fucking assholes. Yeah. Uh, another argument against is uh, if you raise minimum wage, robots are going to take your jobs. They're already going to. Yeah, so already happening. Along. Next. <laughs> well, there was a study around this, and they, uh, they looked at McDonald's franchisees who were forced to pay $15 an hour and did they replace their cashiers with touchscreen ordering kiosks? And they found that overwhelmingly, no, that did not happen. No, 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 no. Also note to self, um, if you support $15 minimum wage, do not use a touchscreen kiosk or self-checkouts. Support the workers. That's a good point. Another uh, a good point. argument. And I got to say yes. that argument is horrifying if you strip it back. Because basically they're saying the only way people are still going to be able to work is if it's cheaper to have people as slaves rather than buy a machine. <laughs> yeah, when you look at the morals of the, behind the argument, you're right. It's really disgusting. Uh, here's the, here's and a, true. And, and, I mean, that's yeah. true. That's how the businesses look at it, though. But the, but the thing also is if we had robots doing all labor in this country, we could have a goddamn utopia. But they're holding uh, us exactly. back. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, also, another another uh, public service announcement: Do not put your shopping carts away. What? Let let someone what? take the shopping cart. That is supporting a job. <laughs> you're just being leave them in the put it away for them. Put, leave it. I know you think you're doing good, but you're taking their job away. No, but they still have to go to the collection thing and get the shopping cart. Why don't I do that part for them? I mean, like, take it back into the, the store itself. Oh, like, no. Leave it at the... No, I don't do that. Yeah, okay, Take it back okay. into the store. Are you crazy? Leave the shopping it. cart out in the parking lot and the designated receptacle. Who does that? Nobody brings a shopping cart back into the store. I used people to. People do. Some people do. I used to just because, like, ah, it's, I want to take care of these guys, that, but I really that, wasn't helping them. That one shopping cart makes no difference when they have a, a row of, like, 20 that they're pushing in. I don't know. Just saying, support support local jobs. What if I have one bag? Should I take the cart out into the parking lot? Yes, yes. Just to create jobs. Just I'm doing. Your I'm doing this creator. for you, pal. Yeah. <laughs> As they're giving you dirty looks, like, hey, <laughs> you like that job security? I'm gonna take this out. I'm gonna get a start getting like a, a whole shopping, like a big shopping cart when I go in and just buy like a, a Coke Zero or something. A fucking, yeah, like a <laughs> bottle of water. Yeah. For the jobs, here's the, here's another argument against. If you raise the minimum wage, employers will just move their businesses somewhere with a lower wage. Uh, that's false. The Federal Reserve Bank of New York observed the effects of one such increase in counties along the New York Pennsylvania state line when New York raised its wages. They found no adverse employment effects in counties on the New York state side of the border, meaning that no New York employers. They didn't lay off their workers. They didn't uh, move to Pennsylvania. So that's. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that one because isn't outsourcing a huge thing? You don't agree with the data? Yeah, but that's one data. data. Yeah. That's one. Like outsourcing is a huge issue. But it's already an issue. They're doing it anyway. Exactly. I know. That's what. Yeah. We should be trying to combat that in some way. As far as if you outsource workers, like. Companies should be taxed higher. Yeah, that's, a separate, that's they, a separate issue. They employed people in the states or made their goods in the United States. You tax lower, so you can yeah. make jobs. Yeah, that's a great policy. Fucking basics. Yeah, I know it's basics. I should be president right now. And uh, we we need to be careful about who we're signing trade agreements with, and uh, not just looking at the countries whose. Uh, trade is going to benefit us most from a purely economic standpoint. We have to be looking at environmental and labor uh, policies of those countries and creating uh, uh, free trade deals with countries that uh, uh, are treating the their employees right and not overly polluting the environment. Yeah, they're ethical. You're making yeah. way too much sense, Chris. I'll never be elected. We should no, be president, I know. Chris. I co-president. Yeah, I always wanted to be president until I became a Marxist. Then I was like, "Well, that's never going to happen." <laughs> I'll be um, the figurehead. You you can be the puppet master. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you be the Roger Stone type. You uh, be the Dick Cheney, and I'll be the Bush. And W coming for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Bernie Sanders. Just the other day, he tried to insert a $15 minimum wage provision into the coronavirus spending bill, but it uh, ultimately failed. 
And uh, this was also the longest vote in modern Senate history while uh, Republicans stalled this vote with their stupid fucking tactics. Uh, but uh, Sanders, he had he actually had bipartisan opposition to this. So just 42 Democrats sided with him and uh, 58 senators uh, voted no. Or there were uh, eight uh, Democrats who who voted against the fifteen dollar wage provision in the uh, coronavirus package. Were you about to say something, Chris? Uh, no, go ahead. Oh, uh, but yeah. So that's dead. It's not going to happen. The fifteen dollar wage provision is officially dead as part of the coronavirus bill, and uh, Democrats. In the House, you're going to have to like try to figure out some other sort of piece of legislation if they want to make this happen. Uh, Senator John Thune, he's a, he's, a, he's a Republican or Democrat? I don't know. I meant to look that up first. I forgot. Senator John Thune, anybody know? I think he's a Republican. This guy opposed the $15 minimum wage because he said he earned $6 as a kid. Now, that was... <laughs> That was his argument. Now, if you if you apply inflation, he'd be making twenty four dollars an hour today. That's great. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, what an idiot, right? And then um, Senator Jack Walsh, Democrat. He uh, he's actually going to be um, uh, filing legislation locally in Delaware to increase the uh, minimum wage fifteen dollars an hour. That was his response after this failed. So. Um, that's good. But, but as, as Jason said, at the top of this is $15 even enough. No, it's not. Uh, our country's productivity gains in recent decades have translated to a minimum wage that should be $24 an hour, according to the economists. And then by 2025, when, it, when, uh, everybody's arguing it should be $15 an hour, it should actually be $30 an hour. If you're, if this is going to be fair, really? Yeah. $30 an hour. Oh man, my finger is on the pulse. Yeah, you got it. And and, and I mean, it really should be. When if you look at, yes. like, I was, I was look. Sorry, I, I don't want to interrupt here, but no, I'm going you're fine. To, Go for it. If you, if you look at, uh, I think it was, I was reading a study from between 1973 and 2018, like the amount of wealth that has gone to the top one percent versus you know, and it's basically been stolen from you know, the bottom 20% of the economy, bottom 20% of, you know, workers. If we gave those workers, I think it was like $1,300 a month during that span, it wouldn't be the same as how much the wealthy have stolen from them. Yeah. Like, think about that. Wow. And that is a lot. That's like $50 trillion that would have been pumped back into the economy creating more jobs, creating more wealth for everyone. I mean, Yet, instead it's sitting in offshore bank accounts, just collecting interest for these fucking ultra rich people that want to have their ashes spread on Mars or some bullshit, which to be fair is a baller move. Yeah. But, <laughs> but fucking pretty fucking selfish, right? Uh... Yeah. It really is. It's, it's a lot crazy. of selfishness. It's crazy. It's it's so stupid. I mean, the whole thing is is uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's selfish. And it's it, and, it, and it have like yes. the federal minimum wage hasn't increased. It didn't increase over 
Obama's two terms. Like, what happened? Like, why didn't they try to push that through at the beginning? Like, I feel like this is something that Democrats, while in control, really should be pushing and, like, should go to all ends to try to make this happen. Yeah. Because it is overwhelmingly popular with most people. Income inequality has gotten completely out of control in this country. Just completely. How could anybody be against this topic? I don't understand. I really don't like get the, it. I think the only like, way you're against this topic is if you're making $200,000 a year and uh, you, you happen to work for, you, you, you learn to code as the guy suggested earlier. And like, you don't understand the plight of the average American. I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I think, yeah. What the, the single are like, this is like the second biggest threat to a, a everyday citizen in the U S first is climate change. Second is income inequality. Yeah. I, like, I think those, those like that is the second biggest threat to our lives right now. And one we can change yeah. tomorrow if, if we really wanted to, but it sucks because the, the uh, these people with all the money, they, they're the ones that don't want to give it up and they're the ones with the power and the influence. So, they're the ones that fucking lie and tell you instead of talking about something that really matters, they talk about fucking Dr. Seuss books being removed from the market based off a business decision by the publishing company. It's distraction. Yeah. But also uh, back, I think there is a lot of inspiration from that 2012 fight for 15 movement because that did create a lot of positive change change. And when there are mass uh, protests or even uh, work strikes, that shit works because that halts the economy. And when uh, these rich fucks can't don't see that, that flow of income, they start to freak out. Even if it's a dollar or two less than they're used to, they, they're like just they, their weakness is wanting more of the money. And if we can just like get in front of that stream for just a little bit, I think uh, like if we went on a general strike in this country, we could get, get so much done, but people don't do it. I feel like uh, unions need to come back. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah, unions like really union jobs. Like, I think that really helped. uh, You know, before Ronald Reagan eliminated protections for union workers, and uh, yeah, that was really the beginning of the end for the American. I think it might have modern American unions. Don't, Don't you think, Chris? Like. That that there was an oil shortage back in the seventies. I think that's where it started going downhill. Maybe I mean that's what helped sweep Reagan in. Yeah, but it's um yeah we need protections for labor unions and we need uh, disinformation campaigns because I get really sick to my stomach whenever I'm at a job and they show me like an anti-union video. Mm. We want this to be a two-way street like, before, uh, between you and your your boss directly, not no middleman where you have to pay a big chunk of your paycheck every month. I feel like these videos are like the video in like uh, Jurassic Park with the little DNA. I'm a DNA. <laughs> Quickly before we wrap up the show, we did put out that Twitter poll asking, "Do you think that Andrew Cuomo should be uh, impeached or not?" and well, still, it looks like nobody's saying yes after our segment. Nobody's saying yes. It's an 55% say no, 44% say not enough to tell. 
Zero percent wow, say really? yes. Zero percent say yes. Zero. Mm, mm, uh, we mm. had a comment on what it. What do you guys think? Uh, TA, here's what TA on Twitter thinks. Republicans are playing the Dems. The Dems fell for it with L. Franken, and they haven't learned their lesson. GOP trying to replace him with Republican governor. So when A.G. James indict their cult leader, the governor moves in and pardons him. That's a conspiracy theory. That's a hot take. <laughs> hot take. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. It would, that's a well-played move. And Republicans are slippery like that. Like, they're... they're. I'll give them credit when credit's due. They're fucking piranhas when it comes to politics like this. That actually is a great conspiracy theory. Yeah. I actually kind of buy that one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why no one's saying yes. I mean, it's not even really conspiracy theory in that, like, it just sounds like strategy. It could be yeah, what's uh, going down in back rooms, you know? Fucking piranhas, man. Yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah, not a conspiracy theory. I will walk that back more of like uh, this guy's take on probability is an- the analysis of the situation. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, 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 yeah, that could happen. Any uh, final thoughts from you guys before we wrap it up? So with that in mind, do you support Cuomo's thing in office? If thinking about some, you know, that aspect of it. I mean, if, if he's a sexual predator, I have to say no. But, I mean, but Republicans aren't going to be able to just instill a Republican in office. Uh, there has to be an election and New York is extremely liberal. So you probably just get another Democrat, right? Is that it then? Jason, I thought you had something else. Your your hand was up. Uh, no, it's not. What? Katie. What are you talking about? I brought it up. I brought that up. Katie, what go do you ahead. have? Katie, go ahead. What do you have? Katie's not here now. She left? She left. She's right over there. I can see her from here. <laughs> she left a live radio show. She left a live radio show. That's right. Well, it's International it's International you. Women's Day. I just Literally wanted, laughing at you. I wanted to salute her on International Women's Day for all the great work she does on the show, and she's not even here. Oh, he. Oh, you. You're being saluted. You want to come back? She just gave you a cute smile. <laughs> Joe Biden, and I approve this message. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. Oh, you. (laughs) Are you kidding me?